Welcome to another episode of NY Jets Fans Podcast with hosts Davin Shaman and Chris. Uh, please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, as we into week three. Um, before before I ask Chris the question, uh, I don't have nothing to say about the 49ers Jets game. Um, so I just want that to be known now. Uh, Chris, in, in your in your in your take on, on what you saw, uh, how hard, how bad of a performance it, the Jets performed against the 49ers? That was one of the uglier games I think we've seen from the Jets in a long time, man. Even last year was ugly. Uh, with all the games that we didn't have Sam Donald in, but uh, <laughs> Sunday was really ugly, man. I mean, from the first play, that 80-yard uh, run by the 49ers on the first play of the game, I was like, this is not a good sign to start us off. So, And then with all the injuries the 49ers gotten, even with Jimmy G on one leg, and then he was out the whole second half, we still couldn't put any pressure on him. Again, we got zero pressure from our defense. Zero quarterback pressures. I mean, what's his name? Quinny Williams did have a good game. No doubt, maybe this is going to be that first game that's going to start him, you know, into what what we hope to see in his career. Because uh, he had – this was probably his best game that he's had so far. Um, but uh, once again, the offense is just garbage. I mean – Hey, Chris, before you go on, Chris, don't don't forget that third and the 31, uh, uh, 10 55-yard <laughs> run. Let's, let's not forget – yeah, know. man. We, if we're going to bring it down, let's bring it down. Let's bring it down all the way. Uh, that, was, uh, that was about as embarrassing as you could possibly get on a third and 31. And on a run, they get the first down, right? It was like a 50-yard run. 55, I mean, correct. Yeah. Right. So that's like – this. all right, we could – yes, and we are going to hammer Gase for the offense being garbage again. But the defense too, I mean, I think we got to start hammering the defense now too. Greg Williams is not the great defensive coach that everybody likes to say and, oh, he should be our next head coach and all that. I'm, I'm kind of done with people saying that. People need to just stop. And just forget that because it's not happening, number one. Joe Douglas is not going to pin his career, not career as a GM, but his first uh, head coaching position that he's going to name on Greg Williams as his head coach. So that's definitely not happening. No way in hell that's happening. So let's skip that anyway. But both sides of the ball was absolutely dreadful. Dreadful. You know, like I said, we finally got a good game out of Quinn and Williams. That's great. Let's hope this is one of, a, you know, for the rest of his career, he's going to have games like this, which is great. That was the one positive that we've seen. Um, and offensively, I mean, it was the same thing as week one and the same thing as last year. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. I mean, Charmin could go into more details about it. And um, it, it, it was just embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Thank God, thank God the fans weren't there. They would have booed him. From the, uh, from the uh, first play of the game. They're lucky the fans weren't there Sunday because they probably would have walked out anyway at, at halftime, but that was just horrible. I'll let Charmin get into more details about it, but I'm, I'm just so fed up with them. <laughs> I think every Jets fan is a little – is yeah. not a little, a lot fed up with the Jets. This is um, – we know our team has a history of bad football. Uh, every year we come in with a little hope and then it get dashed to 
So, it, you know, it gets, it gets dashed. And not like in the middle of the season when we were having a good season going. Not, no, nothing like that. We don't get teased at, at all. It's like the opening day. Bang, we're done. Like, <laughs> the season is over. <laughs> That's how it always happens. The Jets is getting killed, you know. Um, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Adam Gase and the offense because I think I did, I did the number less last week on, on Adam Gase. I'll do a little bit, but not that much. Um, I'll do a little number on the, off, on the defense. Uh, firstly, per our friend Michael Narnia, uh, he tweeted this. The Jets defense has given up six touchdowns in nine first half drives. That's a league worst 66.7%. No other team has given up a touchdown percentage of more than 50% in the first half. That's how bad the Jets defense is right now. And I think, I think underscoring that was the first play out of <laughs> the first play in this game. Everybody on that defense messed up. Everybody. I mean, you, there was nobody, the person that was supposed to set the edge didn't set the edge enough. The person that was supposed to force the, the running back back inside didn't set, didn't, didn't do that. Um, there was a lot of hesitant um, movement. I don't understand because I think you should know, you know, what your run fits as linebackers and corners. I don't get that. And uh, like Chris said, our uh, crowned defensive guru called a, a temp, you know, Tampa two, two deep safeties against a team that loves running the ball. Why are your safeties deep? What is going on there? I, 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 I don't understand. I, I really don't understand what, what was that about that you called the wrong play like that. It makes absolutely no sense to me. And it was just an indication of what was going to happen all game. Uh, like, like uh, Davin uh, rightly pointed out about the, the third and whatever it was, no containment, people are not in their gaps, the undisciplined crap going on everywhere. I mean, I understand that there is very little talent at linebacker. And if our coach understands that there's very little line, at linebacker, he should call defenses to help them out. You cannot complicate things for, for, for players that are not that elite. You have to make it as simple as possible. And to me, it was a little too complicated for them. And it was all over the place. Nobody showed up. Like, like Chris said, uh, Quinnen Williams had a hell of a game. That's where I want him. I want him going at one guy, at one gap. He's quick enough to beat in almost anybody. He's strong enough to push anybody back. Uh, none of the corners that we that played well last last week, uh, Blessing Austin, was all over the place. Uh, of course, the other corners did not have a good first game. They didn't have a second good game. Uh, May Marcus May came down to earth a little bit. Um, McDougal, man, uh, a little out of position, a lot there, you know, for the little stuff I saw, um, because the film is not in yet, so I haven't really looked, 
but a couple things times I saw him out of position. I I don't know, man. There's there's nothing there. There's really nothing there. I the only thing we have going for us is a complete evaluation of the youth on this team. You know, Mikai Becton is balling for a rookie. He is not an elite offensive lineman yet. He has a lot to work with, a lot to work on. But, I mean, for you to play, when Bosa, even before Bosa got hurt, there was no play that I saw where Bosa blew him up or beat the crap out of him. There was a lot of coverage stuff going on where he had to hold on to Bosa for too long, and you can't. I don't care how good you are. You're not going to be holding Bosa for three minutes, you know, three seconds, four seconds. That That's ridiculous. You're not going to do that, you know. So, um, I mean, the offensive line played well. They played okay. They did not. They weren't last year's offensive line. They played well, but we don't have anything else, man. This, I is, actually, this is what we – I'll be honest. I, like you said, I, I like how the offensive line played. And I like that he tried to run the ball, and he did run the ball. But why give Frank Gore 21 carries? I mean, he's good for a couple of yards, but he's not going to break anything. You know, he's not breaking a 20-yard gain or a 15-yard gain. I mean, Not anymore. No. I mean, why weren't Perrine in there or uh, even Balazs, Josh Adams? These guys are younger. These guys could break one. These guys could actually break a 20, 25-yard touchdown run even longer. I think, you know, if you're going to try to run the ball as much as they tried with Frank Gore, give it to one of these guys too. You know, spread these carries around. You don't want to give Frank Gore 21 carries a game, not at this stage of his career. Guy's a great, great running back. He's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. But you don't give this guy 21 carries, man. That made no sense. When you got three other guys that you could give the ball to, I mean, it just made no sense. I mean, and I won't, I, I won't go out of the way to say Frank Gore can't break a 15-yard carry, but I totally understand what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I totally understand what you're saying. I think fresh legs would have done, would have done the game a little better. But there was so much other stuff going on that was so wrong. Uh, play calling and all that other stuff. I mean, that would, to me, that was the least of my worries. I mean, and, and also look at what, you know, like what you were saying with we have nothing at linebacker. And corner is dreadful, too. I mean, what about our wide receivers right now? None of these guys would be starting for any team in the league right now. Maybe even not even make the roster. I mean, who's signing Chris Hogan? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody was signing him. Josh Malone. Um, Perryman. <laughs> Perryman, yeah. I mean, he'd probably be on, a, on an NFL roster. Um, but that's about – and Mims. Mims would be the other one. And maybe Vincent Smith, but after that, no, none of these guys would be on a, on an NFL roster, let alone starting for us. I mean, it's embarrassing. And Herndon, I mean, what did he have? One catch? I think he had one catch. That's uh, and we were like so excited about seeing him this year, and this guy has and one. And he catch. dropped a touchdown, didn't he? Yes, he did drop. I think it was, was yeah, he did yeah. drop a touchdown, and it was right into his chest. So. Um, I mean, he's the one guy, well, one of the guys that we were pretty excited about seeing this year and nothing. And, of course, our other tight ends got nothing. So, obviously, uh, Gase doesn't think our tight ends are good enough to, to get anything thrown at them. So, I don't know. Like you said, play calling was dreadful. I, I mean, I, I mean uh, 
I don't know how we're going to win any games this year. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I, I just feel like if get if Adam Gaze, uh, because we know we're going to get our ass whipped by the Colts, if they don't win against this Broncos, against Blake Bortles, that's on with the Broncos on <laughs> Thursday, I can see him definitely being being gone after that game. Um, and the only reason why I'm letting them get away with the Colts game because the Colts actually had a great win against Minnesota and they and they they uh they had the playoff team so let the Colts slide but the Broncos you just can't let slide so that would be the I, it smart won't surprise thing. Me. But that would be the smart. It thing. would be the smart thing, but you know but. fans fans <laughs> trying to rush something that only Joe Douglas and I, I guess Christopher Johnson you know, can do, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, 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 I understand like, yeah, we all want them going, but it's on their watch. And I just feel like week four would be more, it'll be weird, but week four after week four would be more, uh, I'm going to say relevant <laughs> uh, to me to get rid of them. Um, you don't see no progress being made. From from Gays uh, Williams, you just got a clean house after the season. But getting rid of Gays and after Week Four would be a start. <laughs> it yeah. won't it won't be a best, but it'll be a start. I just, I just have a feeling that it's going to linger a little longer than Week Four. Yeah, I think right. so. It should be. I, 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 it all I will, depends I will on say, how much we I will lose say by. This. I understand. I, I will say this: as fans, it will make us feel better. But think of it. If you if you could just think of it on an organizational level, it would be best that if they're gonna get rid of Adam Gase, they uh, you allow our GM to work out a plan for the next guy, you know, because it, because you don't want to get rid of this guy and then put somebody else in for in in the interim and do all this crap, you know. I think I think you 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 work out a plan and then you wait until the end of the season or whatever, even if it's before the end of the season, but not so early. You work out that plan. Make sure you you know try to work out work your back channels and see who you could get you know to talk to, whisper a few in a few people's ears and stuff like that, and then you know and boom, you know. But but I know what I know how you feel. You know when you when you watch the product on the field. You need that guy to go now. <laughs> I I totally there's, understand. There's you know? no excuse. There's no excuse to for the for that game to be 31 to 13, whatever the final score was. I had to stop watching after that third and 31 play. <laughs> but um, it's no excuse for for them to lose for the 49ers to use to lose Bosa, Solomon Thomas, Jimmy G on one ankle and and can't perform. <laughs> Can't can't take advantage defensively, not just defensively, but also the kind backup of quarterback. The backup yes. quarterback comes in and starts tearing up the defense. Yes, there's no excuse for that. It's no excuse for that. It's a it's the whole team. It's not just defensive. It's offensive too. It's the whole team. And you know what? So, Let's be honest. Even I think from the time Joe Douglas, maybe even before, at least I'm assuming this. I'm going to assume that he had a list of guys in his head for head coach that said, okay, if I ever get hired as a GM or after he got hired as GM, he's got a list in his head that, okay, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, you know, maybe top five guys that he'd want to hire. And I'm sure, you know, it's changed in the past year since he's been hired. Exactly. So, but I know, or he knew 
case was not going to be the answer, but he has to let it go. You know, he has to let him, you know, so now it's going to come down to this year. It's going to come down to Christopher Johnson. At one point, is he going to say, all right, let me pull the plug on this and let's start tearing this crap down again and start over with a new, new whole new coaching staff because again, and we're before, not keeping- and before we, and before we move on, I just want to make this point. We're not just a bunch of rabid fans calling for Gacy's head just for the fun of it. You have to understand what's going on here. Our, the one guy on this team that's supposed to be taking steps forward for the better of this franchise is regressing. That is what, as Jets fans, we're scared of the most. Because if this guy who came in under the pretense that he was a QB whisperer would, would elevate Sam's game, has made Sam's game worse, he doesn't deserve his job. And, it, and, and this is the thing. The thing that bothers me the most about this is that it is the most simple things in Sam's game that are reverting back to, the, to crap, you know? Everybody knows Sam Donald doesn't have the best footwork. But what we've seen is worse. Everybody knows Sam Donald has some issues sometimes at making decisions, the, not the best decision. But this is worse. And everybody knows we don't have the best talent. But there is no way in hell that our coach is trying to help the little talent that we have. So... There is nothing here to say at all. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, so we, I guess we got to preview the Colts game. We already know we picking. We all picking the Colts, right? Um, so, <laughs> so just to get a quick preview, we're not even gonna go too crazy. Um, what what can the Jets do to fight fight against this team? We know they're not going to win. So what can they do to try to fight against this team? And what's the score? What's the score prediction? I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little just to make everyone understand the team. They're, this team is loaded. I understand that they didn't play well in the first in the first game, but they're very they're loaded everywhere. They have talent everywhere. Their best corner was out last week, and uh, I think the kid replacing him was T.J. Kelly. He replaced him admirably. You have – you guys know of Justin Houston and who he is. For the last 10 years, one of the best pass rushers in the league. That's one guy. And then they paid DeForest Buckner a bunch of money, and he's been outstanding, you know. Yeah, so that's on – that's – right. So they have, they have a, an elite – they have a near elite back um, defensive back room. They have a near elite front seven. So, I mean, I mean, some of the linebackers are elite, in my opinion, like their middle linebacker. Then you on on offense, that's one of the best offensive lines in the league. You have you have a damn near Hall of Fame quarterback, who even on his worst day could throw for four hundred and four yards, <laughs> especially against us. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, so they, I mean, Xavier Rhodes was one of the best corners in the league for a very long time. He's on the Colts. I mean, you, you. I mean, there is nothing here that that we could really fight. If the, what what I would say, Davin, is if this team shows up and show us some kind of pride in the job 
that they have, if they could show pride in what they do, if they can't allow guy um, um, allow a running back to run a toss play and get wide open and run for 80 yards on the first play out of – if they could just do better than that, I mean <laughs> – <laughs> that's an improvement. Is that is that too much to ask, man? <laughs> right. You know, but don't give up an eighty-yard touchdown. <laughs> right. And 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 just to show you the kind of team we're talking about, just one example of how deep that Colts team is. Two of their starting tight ends went down. The third tight end, who's normally their blocking tight end, had hundred and eleven yards receiving last year and last week on a touchdown. How? how this is what that's, this is what we're dealing with. So this is probably one of the better teams in the AFC we're going to be facing. So this is going to be hard, man. Um, but they're a, they 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 seem like they're more of a running team. So I, if we could stop the run, I mean, and and let Philip Rivers throw us the ball a couple of times, that that would be the plan in my opinion. But uh, but like you said, Chris um, Davin, I think this is a Colts win. Uh, and this is probably like a 31-17 uh, Colts. <laughs> That's basically what I had. So <laughs> you, you got you, we're thinking on the same. Maybe Davin will be a little worse, but that's uh, <laughs> that's what I've been thinking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I guess until I guess until this team can prove something, both offensively and defensively, I'm I'm going to be on the the front and say that the Colts will win uh, 34 to 3. I'm only going to give them three points wow. this week. And it's not <laughs> – Very I'm generous not, of you, and sir. Before, it's not even being generous. It's just being real and honest. <laughs> like, this team – I hate you, bro. Unable to, to score a touchdown until the fourth quarter, until the last seconds of the game, and it's terrible. You know, and I'm not – and then before, before, oh, Davin, you're, you're bashing your own team. I'm not even bashing. I'm just going to keep it real, and I'm going to state honest? the facts. This is yep. stating the facts. We love our we love our team, but at the same time, we give credit when you credit is real. due. And if, then when, when, when they're doing bad, we got we to gotta bash them because that's our team. So, so yeah, I'm only giving them three points. Shut me up. Get, score score mm-hmm. more than three points and fight. And if y'all and if y'all give them a fight, even though y'all lose, I would give y'all more credit than what it is. And I might give yeah. y'all a win against the Broncos this third, next week Thursday. <laughs> I mean, we'll how see. We, my thing is, how are we going to get any kind of pressure on mm. on Rivers with when they got one of the best offensive lines in the game? And we just played San Francisco. They were kind of banged up up front, so we should have gotten a little bit more pressure than what we did. So it's we be- we have. I, I I just want to say that since you brought brought that up, uh, the kid that we we sat down, the Jets sat down the first game um, that was injured last year. Frank Myers is his name. Franklin Myers, I think. Am I right? That's mm-hmm. his name. He played admirable. Yeah, he, he looked like one probably the best pass rusher. I think he had more pressures in the game than any. When I think the only person that rivaled him was with Quinn and Williams with pressures. So, so, so we have that. And like Chris and I had said, give Bryce Huff a shot because we don't have, because um, Jenkins does not look like he's, he does not even look like what he was last year. Right. You know, so give the kid a shot, give, give somebody fresh a shot because ain't nobody doing anything, man. So, and what's his name is horrible too, uh, Anderson. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I mean, he's garbage. God. 
They should I just... mean, you see why Joe Douglas uh, gave him little to none <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> I mean, do you blame Joe Douglas for giving him the, the amount of money he gave him just for one year? Nope. No. I think they gave him a decent amount compared it's to a... what he's playing. I mean, he's just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Good. It's not should, what it you is. You should give him the season. change in your pocket, Davin. <laughs> I don't even have no change. <laughs> I don't carry change. My change goes into my uh, my daughter and son's uh, college fund. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. So let, let's move along. Uh, let's yes, talk. Let's let's talk about these injuries. Uh, Charmin, mm. these injuries is immaculate and ridiculous at the same time. Saquon Barkley, Irvin. A lot of a lot of star players and regular players are basically either out for the season or out for weeks. Even Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah. Just just in just in just in your take, like why why is all of these injuries happening? And we just in week two, week three, about to be week three. I think the I think I think goes. I think it, it would be kind of nuts if you don't point out the fact that for the first time in NFL history, there's been a a, a a very short and weird off season. I think uh, guys probably weren't working out the way they normally do because you weren't you weren't getting to go into a facility to train the way you normally get to train. You probably was just lifting weights at home, which doesn't equate to anywhere near what you would get if you went to a professional uh, professional facility to work out. So that there's that. Um, like I said, the a bridge version of an off season, you know, that they, they, this has to be an issue. Um, the fact that the 49ers were crying about it was the Jets turf is the reason why their players were going falling down. Well, explain the other guys on the other teams. It wasn't just in, in New York. And the week before the Giants played here, nobody got injured like that. You know, it was just a freak thing, you know. So, so in my opinion, man, that you just have to, um, like I think Chris has said it over and over again. He definitely believes that the team that that uh, that wins the in, that wins the injury uh, uh, raffle, basically, <laughs> they're the ones they're the ones that are gonna win this win this season. And we have we 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 pointed out before the season started that continuity is gonna be a big thing. And uh, teams that stay healthy is going to be a big thing, and I think that that combined would be would be a big thing. But yeah, um, too many injuries, man. It's sad to see uh, Bosa go down like that, uh, Solomon Thomas go down like that, um, Christian McCaffrey go down like that. Um, I think just recently, I, I just before we started recording, I saw um, Redskins put uh, Brandon Scherf on IR. Um, I mean, it's just it's crazy, man. The amount of injuries. Uh, I think there was Chris. Was there six ACL tears in one week? In one weekend? Uh, you could be right. I know there was a bunch. Yeah, there was. It's, it's, I mean, this is unheard of numbers, man. So, you know, I, I listen, listen, man. I, I, I hope and pray that these guys, everything turn out well for them, man, and they, they, you know, they get back healthy. But I think, I think we're gonna be looking back at this season and asking a lot of questions of of you know of the NFL and the NFL NFLPA because I don't know man you know 
I, I hope it stops at some point because if it doesn't, I think, like I said, there's going to be a lot of questions asked man, because he, these guys were probably put in a position that they shouldn't have been, but that's a question for another day. And I think also you could also add any talk of, oh, you know, like the, these guys don't need preseason games huh. to be stopped right now because it shows that they also need their preseason games as well. So, um, yeah, like you said, you know, they didn't have the same kind of training they would have, you know, with their teams. So it's, it's definitely showing him. And, and we said it before, we said it many times before the season started and weeks before the season started, we started saying there were going to be injuries, but I don't think any of us seen the number of injuries that, that we've seen now. I mean, this is ridiculous. And like you said, big time players. I mean, you're talking about Boza, you know, Saquon Barkley, Shreve, like you said. So, um, yeah, this is something t- the league and the players association is going to have to sit down and really think about what they're doing with training and practicing. I mean, I know the players will never want to do it again, but they should really rethink not having two a days. I mean, they should really go back to that because I, I think the injuries have picked up since then. So that's something to look at mm. for them. Right, and I and and you know what I, I I and this is no disrespect. The virtual the virtual off season was is some is some bullshit. You look at some plays and that's it. You're not really in on the field. They didn't get on the field to what the end of July, close to August. That's like pre. That's a, that was like what preseason time, right? Because preseason usually is in uh, August. Right. So I just felt like. It, they just went so kind of ass backwards <laughs> with this, and I feel like this is what this is what happened. This is what's happening right now. Everything is going backwards. So they had their workouts the end of July, whatever middle to end of July, and now they in like these players is kind of in like preseason form. They're not even in regular season form. This is no shade, but it's it's but it's, it's real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this feel like preseason form where it's just the first two weeks of preseason. Even though it's the regular season, we're we're very excited. But you know, as as fans of NFL, it kind of sucks because we we lost Bell. Um, the Giants lost a good a great player. Uh, Panthers lost a great player. The Seahawks lost Irvin, great player. Yeah. 49ers lost players. It's, it's, it seems like one star player per team is yep. losing a player <laughs> that, that, that we love to watch. Guys, and this this was after some big name players opted out before the season started. Yes. Mm. So this is like it's it's great. I think it's whoever's gonna you know handle these injuries the most you know the best and survive by the end of the year. That's the team that's gonna make it to the Super Bowl. You know, so far, you know, crossing, I'm sure they're crossing their fingers that the Chiefs look, you know, and the Ravens both look. So, <laughs> so I have, before we move on to another topic, uh, I just mm-hmm. saw something come across Twitter that I think we should um, in, uh, at least talk about for a little bit. Uh, on for, um, Avery Williamson on WFAN uh, stated, we don't practice to win games. Isn't that a shot at the coach? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, shot at the that's coach. absolutely now, a shot at the coach. coach. The defensive court is not. It's not Joe Douglas because Joe Douglas is just coming has in. Has nothing and he to wants do with that. No, he right. Just that's why I said it's definitely at, at Gaze. Yeah, it's but that also at might Gaze be Greg Williams. Williams too. Yes, right. Both of them. Yes. 
Wow, that's a pretty and he's also upset too that he didn't get to start, right? I think right. Ogletree still not playing. Home. I haven't even saw him on the field that much. I know. And Ogletree is horrible. He's not even he's complete he's, garbage. He's, yes. Oh god. <laughs> I remember I watching probably, and I could probably when I that was the thing. Yeah, when I when I when I saw the signing, I did not know what to say because as either I felt like I felt like my eyes were playing tricks on me because the last time I saw Alec Ogletree play for the Giants, he could barely run. Right. And then the Jets signed him. I'm like, okay, like, what are you doing? You know, you this is this is the this is the NFL that that it's, if you're athletic, you're paid ten times more because everybody's athletic. If you can't be athletic, you suck. And then you're going to look like trash. So if you have linebackers that can't run north and south or east and west, then you're going to pay a price for it. And every team that has that issue, they suck at it. We, I think a, a couple of years ago, we, we were talking about the, 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 the fact that the Lions do that. Have these huge guys, big linebackers. Okay. People don't run up in your grill anymore. They run, they do toss plays on wide zone. You know, so if your linebacker can't run east to west or west to east, you're done. So I don't understand this. You know, I mean, uh. <laughs> well, we'll, I, I we'll think from scratch. <laughs> to be honest, I, I think the only reason why he was signed was because he's got some, uh, you know, he's, he worked with uh, Williams in the Rams, with the Rams, excuse me. So I think that's why. Oh, you think that's why he didn't get cut when when Douglas uh when Douglas when Joe Douglas was our GM? Because uh, no, remember I, Matt signed them. No, not Ogletree. I'm talking about. Oh, Ogletree. No, I'm talking about Ogletree. Oh, you talking about oh, Ogletree? No, we're not oh, talking yeah, about Williams. Okay. Talking talking about about Williams. Williams. Yeah, no, I think Ogletree, oh. the only reason why they picked him up is because he knows you know Greg Williams from the Rams, and and they know you know he knows him. Maybe hey, you know what? I don't have to coach. I could just tell him, okay, you got to do this, this, and this. You know, he knows more or less everything that he's going to be calling. So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I mean, if the guy's garbage, you don't sign him. I mean, just cause he knows what's going on. That goes, that goes back to what Gase with his, uh, Oh, we signed uh fails because he knows the, the system <laughs> or, or whatever. The other guy, Luke, uh, uh, Luke, Luke, uh, yeah, whatever Gase, call, what if, uh, apparently yeah. what, whatever mm-hmm. Gase has, he's it's contagious and it's spreading like wildfire through the, the organization. Yes. That's why he needs to go. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. All uh, right. We figure out more information with A.V. Williamson. Uh, we'll, we'll let it be known on the next podcast episode. Um, let's talk about the uh, the, the masses. Um, three coaches got fined for 100000 and I think the team has got fined 250000 with a total of a million, over a million dollars between three, three coaches and teams. Um, Chris, do you think it's overboard that that they that they finding them so much money for not for not wearing the masses or for for like you know taking it down for a little bit? No, I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's going overboard, but I think they you know the league just wants these guys to stay as safe as possible, and they don't want to spread anything. You know, if if any of these guys get through, a you know a test a negative test, and let's say they were positive and you know, let's say the guy puts his mask, mask down and he's talking to the player or the ref and then it spreads. I, I think they're just trying to keep it as tight as possible, as safe as possible out there. And you know what? We've seen the Sunday night game. I mean, 
both – I mean, the, the Monday night game, both coaches had their mask down most of the time. I mean, every time they went to Gruden, he had his mask down. And um, every time they showed uh, – what's his name? His mask was down too, so – I think um, – I, I, I want to point out the fact that the two coaches that, that got fined literally didn't have their mask. If you watch – the game oh, beat Carroll did not have a mask on. So, so I think, I think, I think that's what it was more than anything. I think with their, their blatant disregard for what the NFL was trying to do was why they were punished the way they were punished. I, I don't think it was anything else but that. Cause I know it's hard to call the plays with the mask on your face and talking to the mic. That makes all the sense in the world. Well, but, to be honest, if, if the coordinator is unlike our idiot, but if the coordinators <laughs> are calling the plays, then you know what? They could do it up upstairs in their own little office, you know, over some of them do that. Or do yeah, it on the sideline, do it away from everybody. Make sure you're six feet away from everybody. Not every not every um coach is uncomfortable with with uh, calling plays from from uh, right, from, I get it. The but then you know what? While you're on the sidelines, just you know, draw a box or something and say, okay, this is where the offensive coordinator stays, and this is where the defensive guy stays. And I think I think what um, I think what uh, I think what uh, Mr. Uh, uh, what's his name from uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs coach, what he had on is what I think they should do. Right. I think the, they all uh, should wear. Skills. Right. Yeah, I think they all should wear a shield. I think that's what it is, man. At the end of the day, you know. That works, you know? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, uh, week two. Uh, week two player of the week. Oh, oh man. Um, I, you know what? I, I, go ahead, I'm gonna Chris. Go first go ahead. I, I know who you're going to pick. So <laughs> How you know who I'm going to pick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Dak Prescott. Okay, he only I threw figured that's one touchdown, but he did throw for 450 yards. Uh, he ran in three touchdowns, and um, an amazing comeback. And you know, this—I I think this was a game that you could go both ways. Like, is this going to shoot the Dallas? Is this going to point Dallas going up, and they're going to finally start winning games or playing and, and winning the way that we think they should? And is this going to point the Falcons going down? Because and probably it's going to cost the head coach his, his job because that was a horrible on on the onside kick. If you guys seen it, I mean the Falcons were looking at the ball like they weren't allowed to touch it. Are, do they have any idea of? I mean these guys should know. I mean this is football one on one. It has to go ten yards for the for the kicking team to touch it, right? But the the receiving team could touch it as soon as it's kicked. So why were they like standing around and looking at it like it was a hot potato and they're not allowed to touch it? It was in, it was like what are you doing? So I, I don't know. That was I, I don't know how the special teams coach wasn't fired a, after the game. I mean, I, that was I think I, I yeah I think for that game I think the um the the owner said that he doesn't think the the, the players knew. That knew the the rule. So if, rule. if your if your boss says something like that, in my opinion, you need to get fired. Like that. Exactly. And this is a rule that, to be honest, I mean, I'm not defending the coach, but to be honest, the players should know this from like high school. You know, this is like football 101. 
it's it's the same rule from high, I believe from high school, college, and pro. I think it's the same yeah, it's, rule. It's the same rule. Yeah. So I don't know what the heck they're talking about, but anyway, that uh, Dak yeah. Prescott. This I think this is the game that we're going to point to and say, okay, this is when Dallas took off, and this is where the Falcons kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my my yeah, you know you know where I'm going because I I yes. didn't give it to him the first week. You know I got to give it to him yes, this week. Yes, Russell Wilson, yes. five touchdowns, man. I know he had one interceptions, but one interception, but this dude looked like he's just on another level. You know, 21 out of 28. Like, come on, man. That's unfair. <laughs> I, think Seattle is, I think Seattle's starting to give him a little bit more on the throw, you know, on part of the offense more than just running the ball. I think they're starting to say, okay, we got – you know, see one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Let's let's utilize him as much as we can. So yeah, he's 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 on the tear, man. He's on the that tear. Offense up a little bit. So yep. Uh, this is this is gonna be as a shocker. Um, yes, he fumbled the ball twice, but the man the man performed um, in a shocker win on Monday Night Football. You got to give it to uh, Derek Carr. Yep. Um, he, I was shocked um, that he performed <laughs> good, but I picked him by the way. Credit, credit is due, so yeah. <laughs> not to brag or anything, but yeah, yeah, you did pick the Raiders to win. You did. I didn't want to. No, no, don't don't want to brag or nothing. But yeah, it was just one of those weird nights. It was a weird was week, by the way. But yeah, so <laughs> there, there you go. Um, so let's let's uh, let's do a, a quick recap of our games. Uh, the Thursday night game, Browns thirty-five to thirty in a in a in a high-scoring game. To me, that's yeah. what the Browns should be. You know, the, I mean, the Browns should be a high-scoring team. I know it's just the Bengals, but and you know what? We see the kid on on Cincinnati, the quarterback. He looks great. You know, Joe Burrow for a guy who's in his second game of his career, he looks pretty good. So, give him give him an offense that he understands, simplify it for him, spread it out like he was doing in college. And he could perform. You know, you saw him perform on a legendary level last season in college. You know, that you should be able to pull something up. And he is, man. He is. He's very cool, a cool customer. So, but yeah, to the Browns, man, you know, run the ball. Baker Mayfield is not a guy you want to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. Run the ball. You have two, probably the the best duo running back team um, that you know, in the league right now, the best two running backs on the team, you know, Hunt and, 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 and uh, what's his name? Chubb. And Chubb. So, so yeah, they just run the ball. And then that's the, that's what the Browns are going to be. They, they, you can't, you, if they could run the ball like that, you can't stop them. I think just for future reference for us, for Cincinnati, uh, don't overwork uh, Burrow and let him throw the ball 61 times ever again. Uh, try Very to true. find a way, to, find a way to, to to get mixed in the ball, even though he's he didn't have a good game. But try to find ways of um, basically getting the offense out there so he won't be overworked for next week. That's just my that's just my take true. on that. Um, Chicago apparently close game uh, against the Bear. I meant the Giants. Uh, 17. They they barely won 17 to 13. Yeah, Trubisky squeaks out another one, and you know what? <laughs> I should have lost that damn game. The big loss is going to be Barkley. I mean, that's uh, that's a huge yes. loss for the Giants. So, yep, that's not going to be good. 
But yeah, another another victory for Drabisky. So he barely won that game in the last seconds. He got lucky. I was ready. I was ready to expose him, but I can't. I can't expose him if they win him, right? <laughs> so there yeah, you go. The, <laughs> that that inconsistency is the reason why he is who he is. And until unless he gets rid of that man, that name, and that stink of being inconsistent, like he played so well last week, and then he comes in here with 190 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, I know the Giants. <laughs> Defense is is pretty is it, it look it looked like they're better than last year. They they play really hard on defense, man. So, but still, it does not explain the performance. Um, in my opinion, of what Trubisky is, man, too inconsistent. So, yeah, that's it. it. Um, and of course, we just talked about it. Uh, Cowboys shock, shocking big comeback, forty to thirty nine on the on the Falcons over the Falcons. As bad as that was a loss for the Falcons, I think it was a bigger win for the Cowboys because they couldn't go 0-2. I know it's going to be a, a crazy division anyway. You know, like nobody's going to run away with it there. But I think psychologically they needed to win. I mean, at home, home opener, blah, 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 blah. But I think they needed that win. So I think if they lost that game, it would have been a bigger loss for them than a bigger loss for the Falcons. So, but like I said, the Falcons are mentally, they got to be done after that game. Yeah. Uh, um, in my opinion, they, the, the, I don't care. I know that the Cowboys, the Cowboys played a hell of a fourth quarter to pull that game out, but they should, they should not be, they should not have been that far back. They're, they're basically showing you that they're the same team they were last year. If you guys remember, uh, they had to win a bunch of games from behind. They constantly came out s- slow, came out flat. I don't know what that is about them. Like Chris likes to say, if you keep the same offensive coordinator, <laughs> nothing's going to change. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so so it seems like they're just flat. They're coming out flat. And and where, where was that team, the second half team? Where was that team in the first half? Right. That's the question, yeah. you know. So, so until it. they ha- un- answer that question, I don't think I'm gonna all of a sudden think that they're back or they're they're all of a sudden an elite team. I think I think they need to be more consistent. Agree to it, and I think also uh, Dak is playing for that contract, and Dak needs to show it. So that that's a as a great start. If they can play like that in the first half, then this this team could be dangerous. But we'll, we we will only find out as the weeks go by with that. Um, the Packers big blowout against the Lions, forty two to twenty one. And looking at Detroit, I mean, is Patricia going to make the, the the whole season? I don't know if they keep losing games like this. Um, and Packers, they're, they're going to be no joke. I mean, Jones had a great running game, uh, 150, 160 yards, I think. And uh, so Green Bay looks good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jones, 168, yeah, two touchdowns, man. He's a, he's a, he's quite the weapon. You know, uh, you have uh, your Hall of Fame quarterback not throwing an interception. You 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 have a hell of a run game and your defense comes to play and the other team is all out of whack. You know that that's what it is. I mean, you know we we know the deal. They have a young secondary. They, there's a lot of things wrong with the Lions, man. I'm not even gonna go down that road. Uh, it it looks like the Packers are rejuvenated, man. Um, they might be more of a threat than we thought in the in the off season. 
Yep. Yeah. They 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 go to a hell of a start. Um, Titans close game. Uh, shocking Jag- Jaguars against the Jaguars, thirty three to thirty. Yeah, they had a nice lead going into the fourth quarter, but they almost blew it. Uh, Jacksonville, and you, you know what? We got to start taking Minshew a little more serious here. Yep. I think he's legit. I mean, he's looking good, mm. man. He almost brought that team back. I mean, he did bring him back. He tied the game. And then Tennessee uh, won it on a field goal late. So, um, but, you know, th- this is interesting because everybody was like, they were counting Jacksonville, right, to, to lose. Mm-hmm. And they were going to draft Lawrence. But – Things are changing. We're going to be the number one pick in the draft this year, <laughs> not Jacksonville. <laughs> yep. They, 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 Jacksonville Jacksonville is uh, – Minshew spreading the ball around, man, like crazy. I think I think between Char- between Shark, Cole, and Conley, I think they averaged about four catches each. Uh, they all were targeted about five, six, five times, five, six times average. Uh, so he, he's definitely he's tag, targeting these tight ends. He's, all these wide receivers is not really, you know. So you're seeing the makings of a pretty good quarterback. I don't know if he's ever going to be elite, but the, but the way he's so smooth and uh, it, it, there's something there, man. I mean, he's still a little inconsistent in my opinion, but I but it's almost like when when his numbers his number is called, he wakes up. And I like to see that, man. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to Jacksonville, man. Uh, we will have to pay attention, a little close-up attention to them. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Colts in the shock and blowout against the Vikings, 28-11. to I mean, Minnesota's now 0-2, and Cousins had a horrendous game. Three interceptions, only 113 yards. So things got to change quick for Minnesota because they got to get back on, on gear in. And the Colts, if Rivers could just, you know, play well, this is going to be a really dangerous team to watch uh, later in the year. I mean, will they beat Kansas City or Baltimore? I don't know, but they're definitely going to be up there. Yeah, we 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 stated that before the start of the season. I mean, the fact that they came out flat and and lax in the first game, um, they they kind of showed you what they could be. This they see, you know, um, even with the the um, the injured uh, injury, um, season-ending injury to their starting running back, they had the Jonathan Taylor kid, like um, you know, when he was in college, he was a beast. So that that doesn't surprise me. Um, right here, right? I think he's from Jersey. Not I think I know he's from Jersey because he uh, went to a school that my wife's cousin goes to. So I know the kid is pretty good. Um, I think, um, in my opinion, uh, Kirk Cousins, I don't know where that, that game came from because that's not the guy that we saw play last year <laughs> at all. That's the old Kirk Cousins, the guy that, you know, that we made fun of. Uh, so I don't know if that is the Colts' defense because they did stand up on they, – they played a hell of a game on defense. Um, but, but if that is the Colts' defense, like Chris just said, they are going to be – one of those teams to watch out for in the AFC, man. Definitely. Uh, no, no take on that. Um, but like Buffalo high scoring game against the Dolphins, uh, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Well, here's another team, uh, Buffalo. Another team you got to watch out for because Josh Allen. All right, he's did it only. He only did it against us, and then 
he had another really good game. I mean, if he keeps having games like this, teams and and the fans are going to really start opening their eyes again for Josh Allen. He had threw for four touchdowns, 417 yards. I mean, adding Stefan Diggs really makes a difference. You know, he had eight catches, 153 and a touchdown. So this is a team, this is another team that's going to be dangerous come the playoffs, you know, because they if can, you, can't run the ball. And if Josh Allen is throwing like this, watch out. If you, if you understand what your player is and you give him the freedom to be who he is, it doesn't complicate what he becomes as an NFL player. That is coaching. In my opinion, what, ja- what you're seeing Josh Allen do is all on coaching. He has a level of stability at coaching that our quarterback doesn't have. I don't think people talk enough about th- that head coach and that coaching staff over there. Um, I know that's the enemy in our eyes, uh, but I've been watching very closely. Um, I am not sold yet, but when you see him perform like that, it's basically within the confines of a system that works for him. If you saw the, if you saw what they did against the Jets, calling the pistol formations and stuff like that, this is playing into the wheelhouse of your quarterback, making him comfortable. And when the guy is comfortable, he plays well. I mean, it, that's not rocket science in my mind. So, um, you know, that's what we're seeing here, man. They have a lot of talent. They have um, everywhere. So you will, they will be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, it surprised me a little bit that Miami fought the way they fought, but this is a division. That was a div- division game. So that, that happens in my opinion. But yeah, um, I like what I see from Josh Allen. I think I think that I think the number one key here is the uh, Stefan Diggs, um, 150 yards mm-hmm. touchdown, and I think it's starting to show the difference with him being with the Bills and with the Vikings. Seems like the Vikings miss him a little bit, you know. But we'll see as the weeks go go by. I'm, it's too early to call, but it's it's looking like that so far. Um, let's 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 move along. Uh, Rams uh, beat beat Chris's Eagles, uh, thirty-seven to nineteen. I, I have to say, it, Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't be sorry. Hey, you know what? The Rams look like a legit team this year, and you know what? The Eagles, I think the, I think that red flag is coming up now, and the coaches are on. I mean, listen, it's been three years since they won the Super Bowl, so I, I don't know if if um, if the coach is going to survive this year, if this keeps going this way and they have a horrible year, the changes are going to be made. I don't know if it's going to be the GM. I don't know if it's going to be definitely the defensive coordinator will take it, but I wonder if they would even think about firing Peterson after a tough year this year. You know, I would, I would definitely, I would, if, if I did not watch part of that game, I would have, I would have probably went the other way on what you just said. But definitely that coach is not the same coach that coached the Super Bowl. He done, he, he, I don't know who, who that was that was calling that game. I, I, <laughs> I was surprised at some of those calls, man. I, I really, I, you know, I know what, you, I mean, Chris, you know what the quarterback is. He will take chances mm-hmm. and he normally throws the ball high uh, or hospital balls like they call it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, at least he'll throw one or two of them some uh, in a game, man. Some... He's been horrible the first two games. So, it's, 
it's definitely troubling to see for this team because, you know, I mean, they just signed him to a big contract. I mean, I know they, they drafted uh, Jalen Hurst, but I don't know if – I mean, maybe they got to start using him as like a gadget guy to, to change things up, but – I think I think well. I will say I, – I think I will side with what Davin said earlier about it's early in the season. This is two games. But if this trend continues, this is not good. On But on no. the other side, again, keep talking about what good coaching does. This the the Rams is basically take on the characteristics of their coach. This team is hard nosed. I mean, you look at the on paper. I mean, you know that they have elite players on certain position in certain positions on that team, but just the way they like basically form together, it, it just everything just works so well together for that team. When you think when you look at them on paper, you like seven eight wins. You know, and for some reason they give you nine. You know, so you know to me that's coaching. You know, that's pre- preparation. That's 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 a high end preparation, definitely. Yeah, uh, still is close game uh, against the Broncos, twenty six twenty one. A lot closer than I think any of us thought that would be. But uh, Pittsburgh's still a better team here. Denver, they lost Drew Locke three to five weeks. Um, that's going to hurt them. Young team, they lost something too to an ACL. Yes. ACL oh, that's one of the guys we didn't mention of the bad injuries, man. Yeah. So, so messed up. Yep. But Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's going to be a good team. Denver's a young team, so um, they're going to have to figure things out. But Pittsburgh's definitely the real deal still. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh is still the, the real deal. They're still one of the best defenses in the league. Um, they're going to have up and down games. I think everybody's going to be having up and down games, but you know, we, uh, I, I, like I, I totally agree with Chris, uh, still is the better team. All right. Um, Tampa Bay 31, 17 over the Panthers. Yeah. Tampa Bay is going to get going. You know, you know, Brady, once he gets comfortable with that team and, uh, in that offense, so they'll be fine. Um, Carolina, just like we talked about Denver, it's a young team, new coach. So, you know, they're probably going to play a lot of games like this. So, but Tampa Bay, they're going to get on a roll. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah. Um, but you could see the makings of what the, what, what the, um, before I say Tampa Bay, you could kind of see the makings of what, what the, the Panthers want to be. They were competitive. You know, we, this is the team we thought that was going to be the worst team in the league. They're not. They're very competitive. They had two wide receivers that had over 100 yards receiving. You know, Christian McCaffrey, unfortunately, uh, did All not right, finish the game. What's that? He's going to be out a few weeks. Yeah, he's going to be out for a few weeks. But Bridgewater had, you know, yes, he had two interceptions, but he had 367 yards. Uh, you know, but the Buccaneers, like like you said, man, they're gonna have their ups and downs. But that team is when they start, when they get going, it's gonna be a problem. Yep. Yeah. And apparently, Robbie Anderson got another hundred yard day. Yes. So rubbing in our face, boo hoo. Thank God we got Perryman. Thank God we got Perryman instead of him. You know, Leonard, Leonard Fournette actually did good. Um, yep. Even though he only had 12 carries, he got 100 yards and two two rushing touchdowns. So this, he dropped this that one touchdown. Be... He yes. dropped one touchdown in the in the end zone. That was it. That was the worst play of the game. That's it. 
Yeah, but you know, other than that, I think I think that that offense could be a really real threat. <laughs> um, yes, so so we got Arizona beating Washington thirty to fifteen. Yeah, Washington's gonna have a tough time. I think the rest of the year. You know, the, their big thing is let's see what Haskins is. Is he is he the the legit quarterback this year? Um, and you know, Kyler Murray. I mean, that, that kid's – he's special, man. He's going to be right up there with uh, Lamar Jackson and, um, and Mahomes the next decade, you know, mm-hmm. as long as he stays healthy. But now he has Hopkins to throw to. I mean, that, that's a good offense. So this is a, this is a team you got to watch out for too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have weapons everywhere. They're, 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 they're dynamic. They're three-dimensional. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just everything is pointing up for that team, man. This is this is how you rebuild a team. You get a quarterback, you build around them, right? That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, agree to it. Um, shock, shocking close game. The Chiefs uh, beating the Chargers in overtime, twenty-three to twenty. You know what? And this is with Herbert starting uh, the game, and he didn't know he was starting until a few minutes before the game started. So, you know, give hats off to him that he played this well with, um, you know, with not really preparing to start. Um, so he had a pretty good game, 311, 311 yards, a touchdown, only one interception. Um, you know, so, you know, give this kid – I mean, it's amazing that these guys could come in and play this well. Like Burrow played well. Um, and this kid, it's just it's, – it's mind-boggling. And then you see our guys looking totally lost – like like it is their first game, but we're you know <laughs> Sam Donald's in his third season already. Um, it's just it's amazing. But you know what? I think homies... I I don't I don't ever put stock in in the rookies and 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 playing really well. In my opinion, um, defensive coordinators you know don't really have the book on them yet. So it's like you know you're trying to throw a bunch of things at them and you don't really know them what weaknesses they have and stuff like that. Um, and, and I'm not saying that just to uh, cover up the fact that I thought Justin Herbert was going to be a bust, <laughs> but I was impressed by his poise. Um, he looked a little better than I saw him play in college, in my opinion. So that's a little go- That's a, a, another level in my opinion. That's good for him, but this is a very talented Chargers team. I mean, I, I mean, we have to remember that that on defense, that team has talent everywhere. And offense, they have talent everywhere. So they're not a slouch team. They just don't have a quarterback that's stable. So any kind of stability at quarterback will show you how good that team was. And and the kid came in and he played well. And you could tell what kind of team they could be with a better quarterback. So um I'm not that surprised the game was that close. I think I'm surprised that the Chiefs didn't show up uh, um, a little bit, but I thought that it was going to be a competitive game. I, the score kind of surprised me. I, I'll say that. Agree to it. Uh, Ravens blow out on Texans, 33-16. Just one thing. I mean, Ravens are elite team this year, obviously. Um, it's probably going to be between them and Kansas City at the end. But Houston, <laughs> real quick, do you think they miss uh, DeAndre Hopkins a little bit? Oh, hell no, not at all. What are you talking about? 
I mean, Cooks had a decent, all right game. He had five catches, 95 yards, but it's still not Hopkins. No. So, yeah. But I think I think he is missed. But, you know, Watson had an okay game. It wasn't a Watson-Watson game, but he still had an okay game against against uh, that defense. So, damn. Um, uh, high scoring, tight game. Uh, Seahawks, 35. Patriots, 30. I think this is going to show you that the the Patriots are not going away as some did say they were. They're definitely not going away. This team would just, just, just say shaman said, come on. Uh, No, you weren't the only one. There were other people that said it, but it was, was. but Russell Wilson had a great game. Give him credit. And I think they stopped him on the goal line. Didn't they? I I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, They stopped. They stopped the Patriots on basically on the goal line. Yeah. Yeah. End the game, so but that's two really good teams going at it. So, and two Hall of Fame coaches, which yep. is which is which is what it comes down to, man. Just the the level of check, check, uh, chess going on, really. That's to me, that's part that's what makes that game hit, um, made that game for me. Uh, but but like like uh, Chris said, Russell Wilson is just playing on another level. That's that's that was that's just it at the end of the day. So, yeah, man. Yeah, good. Kudos to uh the Cam Newton and Russell Wilson for both of their performances. Um, yep. and last and last but not least, the shocker, the shocker of the week, uh, Raiders, John Gruden two and 34, and Saints twenty four. And that's the first ever game in Las Vegas. So mm-hmm. a little bit of history there. First win, first game. Um, I mean, listen, Carr. We know we we've seen him play this well, but then we know in a couple of weeks he's gonna go right down. <laughs> so and we'll probably see Mariota at some point this year. Uh the Saints, um definitely the defense got a little bit exposed, I think. Uh offensively, you know, they're still putting up points, but Saints may not be, you know, the perfect team that say Baltimore is or this the Chiefs are, you know. They're very good, but I don't know if they're definitely a Super Bowl team. I will. I will say. I will disagree. My my thing. I think what this was was if how talented the Raiders' offense is. If that Raiders, if their quarterback plays on that level, there's very little teams in the NFL that can stop them. They have ridiculously talented off receivers, tight ends one of the best offensive lines in the league, hands down. I think the top four or five offensive lines in the league, hands down. So if your quarterback plays anywhere near elite, on that day, there's not a lot of teams that could stop that offense. So, so I think that's just, that's just an indication of what they are. I think, I think, um, I think we made fun of uh, uh, John Gruden for a lot of the plans that he had coming in. I think you've seen a lot of what his vision is for that team coming in, happening right before our eyes there. But it all depends on what Carr is. If Carr could play up to that level, they're going to be a problem. So yeah. um, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I guess shout out to the Raiders. Um, let's Let's do our predictions for week three. So the Thursday game, we got the Dolphins against the Jaguars. Oof. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna take the Jags. Surprisingly, yeah, you gotta take the Jaguars. They, 
Uh, they, they, they playing. They playing uh, much better than the Dolphins, even though the yeah, Dolphins played the, to get. Yeah. Yeah, even though the Dolphins played good, yeah. Even though the Dolphins played good against the, the Bills defense. Um, I don't see them doing it against the Jags. I think Fitzpatrick you know, is going to go back to Fitz tragic. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so the first Sunday game we got uh, the Bears against the Falcons. Falcons for me. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Falcons too, only because they they need this. Yeah, surprisingly, I'm going with the Falcons. They, just, it's like they offense is good, but I don't, I don't even know. They defense is is kind of garbage. It's big time garbage. I don't yeah. know. Trubisky, Trubisky got to lose this game. He got to go back to normal <laughs> for me. Um, oh, good game. Uh, Rams against the Bills. Uh, I find out which one's real here. Um, I think I'm gonna take Buffalo. I just think being at home too is gonna help. You know, the Rams are traveling. Oh, no, they, did they stay in Philly maybe this week? Or did they fly back to Buffalo? I mean, back to L.A. and then go and then go to Buffalo? I think they stayed in Philly yeah, just because, you know, right. the travel is not that bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I don't – I don't – I can't remember. I think I remember something in the offseason where teams were asking about doing that particular thing, staying around. And I think the, the, um, the NFL kind of shot that down because of COVID. So oh, okay. I don't I yeah, I think they had to go back home. Um, okay. So I, I so, actually then, yeah. then I like the Bills even more. So I'll I'll definitely take the Bills. Yeah. Man, this is this is gonna be this is tough. Um no, nah, I'm gonna take the Rams. Mm. Yeah, I I think I'll take Buffalo. Uh is until until they can stop uh Diggs and that, that wide receiver core. I, I don't see the Rams doing that. And not not disrespect the uh to to Donald and uh <laughs> and and Ramsey, but you know, there Ramsey you could stop Diggs, but mm. you still got Cole Beasley and you got Brown, Josh Brown. So <laughs> you know, okay. so you can stop all three of them. It's just I'm I'm gonna pick Buffalo. Um okay. Washington against the Browns. Browns, no doubt. Yeah, Browns. Browns, are, Browns, they definitely just gotta bring it, man. They they have everything in the house. They just gotta bring it. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go with the Browns. Nah, I ain't got no other choice. Um, Titans against the Vikings. It's gonna be a good game. Uh, I think the Vikings gotta step it up here. Uh, they're at home. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Yeah, Titans for me because if you guys haven't been paying attention, uh, Tannehill has been playing a hell of a having a hell of a season. Yep. Uh, just just for me, it's just I picked Minnesota twice, and you can kiss my ass because uh, <laughs> so I'm going with the Titans. Uh, <laughs> Raiders against the Patriots. This should be another good one. Uh, hey. I guess I, I, I'm going to go with the Patriots only because it's home. Vegas has a long trip, so I'm gonna say the Patriots. Yeah, Bill Belichick is gonna figure out our boy, take him down from his pedestal. <laughs> Car, I mean. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm gonna pick the I think I'll pick the Raiders for this one. Shockingly. Woo. Um, okay. next one we got is the 49ers and the Giants. Uh, oh. I think I'm gonna have to go Sam Fran. Even with the injuries, I yeah, think and Jimmy G. Then they talking about Jimmy G. Could play Sunday, mm. and Kittle. So there you go. Yeah, 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. 
Um, Bengals against the Eagles. Ooh, uh, if there's a if there's a must win this week, it's got to be Philly. Uh, if they lose this at home to a rookie quarterback, then it's real. The ship's going to be sinking after this week. So Philly's got to win. So I I got to I got to pick them. Yeah, Philly for me. Yeah, I'll pick Philly, but it'll be a close game. Um, next one we got is oh, there you go. I'm sorry, Texans against the Steelers. I'll go Pittsburgh. Yep, yeah. me too. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh all the way. Um, Panthers against the Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers. Yep, me too. Chargers. Yeah, I'll go with the Chargers as well. Buccaneers against the Broncos. Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks all the way. Uh, Lions against the Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, I'm gonna go Cardinals, yeah. Until the Lions show me that they want to win, because they, it doesn't seem like they want to. Right. All right. So the last three is good. So the first one, we got the Cowboys against the Seahawks. This should be a good one. Um, will they ride the momentum from last week? Both of these teams. Which one will? Which one won't? Uh, I still have to go with Seattle. Yep, Seattle for me. And this one will be a high-scoring game, and until they can stop Russell Wilson from throwing four to five touchdown passes, I just don't see the Cowboys doing that. So I'm going with Seattle as well. Um, Sunday night game: Packers against the Saints. Sheesh. Uh, I'm gonna go Saints. I'm gonna go Packers. I'm, I'm gonna go with Packers as well. And and Monday night game: game of the week: Chiefs against the Ravens. Woo! This is going to be a good one. Um, this is one of those flip of the coin games. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Mahomes. Uh, I think I think he'll I think he'll perform better, you know, on Monday night than what he did against the Chargers. The Ravens' defense is amazing. Offense and defense is amazing. But I, Mahomes, I think Mahomes will bounce will bounce back. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, and I think that's it. That's it for our podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we do this for y'all every week. Until and make sure to uh to keep the reviews and the feedback coming. And until next week, we're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight.